0: It's time for the Plank Show. Let's go to work, It's time for the Plank Show with Sooner Sideline reporter Chris Plank. You can call the show on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Sound off on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's time for the Plank Show with Josh Helmer and Sooner sideline reporter Chris Plank for
1: Thursday hangout. Happy to be hanging out at Caven's Group. Caven's Group, who is uh, a big supporter, as we tell you every Thursday. And probably beyond that, too, every week, but uh, definitely on Thursdays when we're out and about over here at Cavens Group with Gary and the crew. Big supporters of the Oklahoma community. $480,000 that they've given back to the Oklahoma community in the last four and a half years. And of course, uh, some of their new services they have available water testing for pollutants, meth inspection. Testing and cleanup services, and uh, all of the other items you've come to know Cavens can help you out for mold removal, emergency water extraction, and more. Well, uh, this week, it seems like every single day it's been okay, wait a second, is something about to happen with Cal and Stanford to the ACC? Is this imminent? Musical chairs, college football, is it totally over? Uh, those gears maybe came to a grinding halt yesterday so we've got that to to kick around Notre Dame I guess is uh, heavily involved in all of this for good or for bad with the ACC but really just wanted to open it up to a little bit of camp conversation right off the top and some recruiting and we've got Travis Davidson with us today and uh, tomorrow as well for for all three today and all three tomorrow so first off good morning Travis how are you
2: good morning I'm fantastic Fantastic. You know, I've been on a couple segments uh, during the old Plank Show 9 to Noon, but I am thrilled to be doing all three hours with you today and tomorrow. we got a lot to talk about. We
1: do, and I guess on the recruiting front, let's just get it out of the way right off the top, right? Because I know folks will be asking, is there any sort of surprise today with Caden Durham, or, or is this thing trending the way that I feel like uh, we've Sort of suspected it's been trending for, what, the, the last month or so with Durham to LSU. Any surprise for Oklahoma today?
2: You know, it's funny, right, because it's recruiting, right? Like, the, the idea that, you know, anything is truly a lock is is foolish, really. I mean, for lack of a better word. I mean, last year, I know everybody brings up the David Hicks uh, recruitment that kid was silently committed to OU until about a half hour before when he finally called Todd Bates and said, hey, man, I'm going to A&M. I, got, well, I was about to go on air with Tyler, and I started getting from somebody in the recruiting staff vomit emojis texted to me as the intro started. I was uh, So this stuff can flip on its head immediately, right? So all the safe money, the good money, is Caden Durham to LSU. Now – you know, there there was some drama yesterday about maybe a running back on the current roster that may not be on the current roster. Or maybe announces if he announces LSU, I don't expect Demarco Murray to delete his number. You know, he might he might you know say LSU loses early, something like that. Demarco might might just uh, you know send him a, send him a text or uh, something, maybe a you up text. But yeah, th- this one, all likelihood, ninety five percent. LSU is going to be the announcement.
1: Well, and we've said this before and it bears repeating again, Oklahoma is in a really good spot because of the Taylor Tatum commitment, because of the Xavier Robinson commitment before it. So it it felt realistic that they could land all three at one point in time in this class and like you said even uh, if the news drops later today that it is in fact lsu you don't just magically give up on this recruitment of caden durham but to me that did feel sort of all along travis a little pie in the sky that you were going to land all three of those running backs just from a strictly numbers standpoint and everybody wants an opportunity right not to mention uh, what oklahoma already has on campus and yet it's DeMarco Murray, and he's been recruiting like crazy. So, I, you, conventional wisdom feels like, okay, that probably wasn't going to happen, but I'm never going to totally discount DeMarco Murray. But uh, you, you mentioned the the Dalen Smothers rumors. Is there – I mean, what's going on there? Is there anything concrete to it?
2: No. Right now it is pure speculation. Um, I have heard everything from he's transferring to NC State to he flew home, to he got into it with a coach, to he's dealing with a family issue and will be back, to, hey, let's wait until he's off the current roster because once he's, you know, if, if, if a player gets dismissed, one thing we've known that's happened in the past is they're immediately removed from the online roster. So if the text line wants to help us out and check the roster, I believe Dalen Smothers is still on it. So, like, there's just, there's a lot in the air, and, and unfortunately, Josh, there there is there's a there's a greater pull to being first than there is being right and this is a specific you know kind of a big story right it's a a running back a highly touted running back that may or may not even be a Norman anymore I do believe that he has actually flown home but I want to do the the right thing and wait for the details to become official something from him something from the team or if he's not on the online roster anymore then we can we can then make those, uh, make those leaps. But with that, and kind of you touched on it with taking three running backs in the class, Josh, I mean, Xavier Robinson is a special kind of back. He is huge. I mean, seeing him standing next to DeMarco, even you're like, cause DeMarco looks like a big back, like tall wise, like DeMarco looks tall standing next to a lot of the running backs we recruit, man, you get Xavier Robinson standing next to him and DeMarco looks small. And you're like, goodness gracious. So, you have a different type of back. Caden Durham is a different type of back than we even have, given his like full-blown track speed. So with that, I thought it was fully reasonable that they would get three in this class. But it's interesting you said, you know, that you know the numbers, right? How do, how do the numbers work in that room, Josh? When you're dealing with kids who think they're the number one running back in the world. They're, a lot of them don't particularly care about the depth chart necessarily, <laughs> right? Uh, because they think they're going to walk on campus and, and and cook anyways. Now, other coaching staffs, like probably LSU's, would sit there and say, "Hey, yeah, we think you're the best running back in the country, but man, they've got upperclassmen. Upperclassmen are what's going to kill you because they've already had a year in the system. They've already got you know in, in, time invested in that player as opposed to you who's coming in as a true freshman. So I think like it it sounds crazy, but I think that if it's more likely to get a three running back class and a one running back class ahead of them, like if we just would have taken Caleb Hicks, than it is to go like obviously two 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 three type situation. Because these guys always assume they're going to outperform their peers. It's if they can outperform the people that got there ahead of them, which tends to give pause.
1: I almost feel bad saying this, Travis. Because look, you know anybody that signs with Oklahoma, rooting for their success, right? In the case of a Dalen Smothers or others, or anybody that's in the mix to potentially commit to Oklahoma, in the case of a Caden Durham, r- rooting for their success if they pick OU, and yet. I'm at the point now where several years removed, remember the initial freak out. And I always come back to this with DeMarco Murray on staff. Well, wait a second. How experienced is he? And okay. He's, he's missed a couple of times here early in a, in a pair of these recruitments. And then, Lo and behold, the the floodgates open, right, after that. So if there's one guy that a spot opens up and he has an opportunity to fill it either in this class or in the next class, okay, uh, the way Emmett Jones is going right now, sure, toss that name out there. But the other name, right, would be DeMarco Murray. So I'm not going to be in the business of losing a ton of sleep if uh, Smothers decides that there's somewhere else that there's potentially greener pastures for him or if uh, later today we get the news that we sort of expect to get with Caden Durham and oh by the way I've sat uh sat here like many of you and listened to Teddy this week and what Caleb Hicks it sounds like has been highly highly impressive
2: yeah yeah been looking good his body always looked good um you know coming out of workouts he you know you always hear the uh the cliche right Josh doesn't look like a freshman doesn't look like a freshman like but legitimately he did not look like a freshman so yeah with the numbers game with DeMarco Murray right it's it was always going to be a crunch, right? Because if you just if you just kind of walk this out, right, year by year. So, you know, first year in the SEC, you would have in 2024, you would have Javante Barnes and Gavin Sawchuk going into, and I'm just talking the recent recruits, right? I'm not talking transfers. I'm not talking you know extra years with COVID. Blah blah blah. You have Gavin Sawchuk and Javante Barnes going into 2024 as third year backs. Then you would. Theoretically, you have Dalen Smothers and Caleb Hipsk right behind them. And you would have Taylor Tatum and Xavier Robinson and then, you know, call it Andy Bass or or whoever being there, you know, on, on 2024. That's seven scholarship guys or Andy Bass preferred walk on NIL, however you want to say it. That's seven dudes. Well, now 2025 comes around, Josh. In all likelihood, Javante Barnes and Gavin Sawchuk are still there. At least one of them. And then in 2025, you're going to add one or two running backs. Now, I mean, nine scholarship running backs. Josh, like at a certain point, like it was, it's not sustainable to continue to because Gavin Sawchuk and and uh, Javante Barnes are so young and they're going to be here so long, like the running back room is going to have to eventually take a hit, whether it be through the transfer portal or taking a small class or something like that because you're simply just not going to have nine scholarship running backs, Josh.
1: Andy Bass plays uh, quarterback, right, in high school at Heritage Hall?
2: Yeah, he plays He plays whatever whatever you need. That dude can play it. That's the thing. Like when I watched him at camp, uh, the Brent Venables Elite High School camp, I mean, this guy looks like he was chiseled out of a rock. I mean, he's an athletic specimen. He just won the uh, state's 100-meter dash, so you know he can fly, and you know how much um, Levy likes that, obviously, with speedsters really all over the team, both sides of the ball. Um, Really like that a lot. He was actually – so he plays a bit of quarterback, and he has said that OU kind of talked to him about using him in some specific quarterback packages – um, he doesn't really play quarterback at the P five level. If you look at his offers and who he's been offered by like specifically quarterback, it's mostly like the Ivy league, uh, service Academy type offers. But no, with, with the P five, he's an athlete. So running back, he hadn't run a ton of routes cause he's not asked to often in his, in his current, you know, at heritage hall, cause he plays quarterback. But even when he was running routes at the camp, they weren't crispy by any means. But it didn't matter because if he got even, he was leaving. I mean, he was blowing by dudes. So get that guy with Emmett Jones, get him with DeMarco Murray, and, and really fine tune some of the um, uh, just some of the technical skills that he's got to develop uh, just through reps. But boy, oh boy, that guy it, he was he was an absolute standout at that camp. He was one of the better looking guys that was there all week. That included four star and five star receivers.
1: Josh Elmer, alongside Travis Davidson. Man, we are loaded up. We got so much recruiting talk. We can get into, uh, obviously, uh, realignment, again, musical chairs. It, it hasn't, the next domino hasn't fallen yet, but there's a lot to report or discuss there. And uh, I heard Toby at the end of the t row in the morning show saying, hey, wait, isn't there another decision coming up shortly that we think will be uh, headed Oklahoma's direction, that would be, of course, uh, Jaden Nickens coming up the uh, commitment well, over the course of the weekend, so we can kick that around. And Travis, I'm curious to get your thoughts. Why, why this next class, 2025, is off to the fast start that it is? But we're doing opening to hanging out this morning at Caven's Group. Caven's uh, has given back $480,000, amazing to the Oklahoma community in the last four and a half years. They've got the updated website, Caven'sGroup.com. You can check out, and uh, what they suggest is just go ahead and program Cavens Group's phone number in your cell phone in case uh, you know that unfortunate situation happens and an emergency arrives you need mold removal, emergency water extraction. Have that number programmed in Norman and OKC 405-573-3048 uh, and in Tulsa and Stillwater 918-282-7612. We're due an opening T.O. Let's talk about Jaden Nickens next. Sounds like this decision, okay, if you're worried about Durham's not happening for Oklahoma, we think Jaden Nickens is. And uh, what would that mean for the 25 class? And, again, it's, uh, it's a rocket ship start to the 25 class as compared to the prior two. Josh and Travis in opening timeout, The Plank Show. Back with you in a moment right after
0: this. This hour of The Plank Show is brought to you by Van Hoos Fence the premier fence company in Oklahoma. Visit vhfence.com or call 405-735-1167.
1: Off and running. It's a Thursday right here on The Plank Show. Josh Elmer alongside Travis Davidson sitting in today and tomorrow taking us home the rest of the way. I would be uh, remiss, by the way, if I didn't say we, we were expecting Connor Pasby back in studio, but as uh, many of you out there can understand or relate to it's my understanding that uh, i can report some form or fashion of vehicle troubles so everybody just if you're a praying person uh or a poor one out type person keep uh connor in your thoughts and well wishes because uh, obviously stressful morning for him so we're thinking oh, of you man. this morning connor
2: well it's so have you checked the active roster is he still on the active roster <laughs> he didn't he's fly at nc state did he
1: no, he's he's not at North Carolina State. I've checked the active roster. he's uh, he's still on it, but uh, it is uh, obviously problematic for him at training camp this morning. So Ooh. thinking of you Connor, just uh, don't don't get too stressed out. I know that could be a stressful situation. so we uh, we teased it before the break. And, uh, by the way, we're hanging out at Cavens Group. We love Cavens Group. They're great for the Oklahoma community. We've been uh, singing their praises all morning long. They've given back $480,000 to the Oklahoma community over the past four and a half years. And you'll hear this from me all morning long. Just go ahead and program Cavens Group's Group's number into your phone for your next emergency. 405-573-3048 in Norman and in Tulsa, 918-282-7612 they uh they'll come take care of it mold remove mold removal emergency water extraction emergency sewage cleanup trauma crime scene tear gas biohazard cleanup The uh the new service that they offer meth inspection and testing so they've got a bunch in the way of cleanup services probably if if you can think it up Caven's group can uh help take care of it for you again in norman and okc 405-573-3048 the number two program in teased it before the break we uh Aren't expecting good news, unfortunately, this afternoon with Caden Durham, but we are with one Millwood wide receiver, Jaden Nickens. Travis.
2: Yeah, and this would be, I mean, this would be incredible news. Uh, Emmett Jones on an absolute tear. Uh, Jaden Nickens out of Millwood, you know, early on it was, okay, is this guy going to, you know, speed up his recruiting process. A lot of people didn't know how long it would take. And the way Emmett's recruiting, they're like, okay, you're always going to take an in-state kid, especially one that's a top 100 player nationally. But, you know, if we get up to four receivers, like, is he going to want to be, you know, a fifth guy in the room? Well, he moves his recruitment up after a visit to Oklahoma City or after a visit to Oklahoma, and now he's ready to announce Saturday. Uh, 247 has him as a top 100 player nationally. Uh, just, just goes to show you, Josh, he's a top four or he's a top 100 player nationally and ranked as the fourth best player in Oklahoma. This 2025 class is insane. There are many years where if you were ranked in the top 100 nationally, then you were the top player in the state of Oklahoma and, and often not close, but yeah, this, this 2025 class is loaded. I reached out actually to, uh, Derek Rasmussen, who's the founder of Sooner seven. It's the, uh, It's the most decorated seven-on-seven team in the region. Um, Jaden Nickens has played with them a bunch. Uh, And Sooner 7 has had guys like Dax Hill, uh, you know, first-round pick. Gentry Williams, obviously. Uh, Miles Slusher, both of the Presley brothers, the Haas brothers. Mike Atiz, one Danny Okoye plays for them. So, So they've got some talent on this roster. I reached out to him for a quote, and he said, of Nickens, it's rare to see a kid of Jaden's frame be able to move like he does. He's the total package. Size, speed, length, good in and out of breaks, sure-handed, but the most impressive thing about him is how he judges and attacks a ball in the air. So Sooners may be getting a good one on Saturday.
1: I'm watching the huddle tape as we speak, and, I mean, he just looks like a terrific athlete. He's actually, uh, I mean, he could play D1 basketball, could he not, if he wanted yeah, to? Yeah. He-
2: yeah, I mean, even when you search his name, it's not even just a, a straight-up, you know, football or basketball. You've got both of his names on there. ESPN ranks him as a four-star and um, in the, in the number two overall player in the state in his class. So ESPN four-star basketball player. I know you guys are wondering. I'm sure he probably has had a conversation with Porter or two. Who knows? But the dude's a wide receiver, is an absolute stud. When I went out to go see him at Sooner 7 here in Broken Arrow um, – you know, it was kind of a surprise that he was going to come out, and he came over from Millwood that morning, and uh, and yeah, just the other guys, it, it was hilarious. They put played him on offense and defense, and he just swallowed, absolutely swallowed competition. So on on their way to an easy win, when Jaden Nickens got involved, but yeah, Emmett's on an absolute tear, Josh.
1: Listed six three one ninety, what uh, I'm looking at on twenty four seven. So looks like across the board, everybody. On three rivals, twenty four seven sports—they all agree. Six foot three for Jaden Nickens. So I mean, definitely big-bodied wide receiver. He can go up, like you said, and attack and catch the football. And looks looks really good. Watching the tape after the catch. I mean, I'm watching right now. He takes a tunnel screen and just makes a couple of guys miss, and then uh, off to the races. Emmett Jones has has obviously been on a tear here. What what's been the secret sauce there for Image Jones outside of? Hey, he's just a really good recruiter.
2: Well, I think he shoots people straight. And, Josh, I know, you know, on these airwaves, especially on this show, you guys have played a lot of Emmett Jones uh, audio from media days, right? And what makes him a good interview and a great sound clip is what makes him a good recruiter. He's honest. He's got quick wit. He's funny. He – you know will he's he's not afraid to 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 be real with you about what he needs what what you know the shortcomings of certain players or a, of a unit entirely it's what made it's what's made him a good recruiter the entire time he's been in college football it's just it's a lot different recruiting to OU than it is recruiting to Kansas or even a place like Texas Tech so yeah i mean it's it's when it's basically he was thanos before but with OU, he's finally got the Infinity Gauntlet, and he's got all the stones.
1: <laughs> That's right, yes. And uh, that is a, a frightening sight for everybody else, but a great sight in this uh, Oklahoma Marvel universe. That is uh, good news. The The other question I have, and here was sort of my hypothesis on it, okay, and you're a good person to speak to this, Travis. The 2025 class is taking a different and, I think, very welcome trajectory for oklahoma fans right in 23 in 24 i mean we're talking about we had the sperry commitment in 25 before you had anything in 2024 and so with nickens that would what get the commitment count up to five already with potentially others not too awfully far maybe behind that so why You, you know for me it's like i'm asking the question why why is this going so well in 25 or a expedited trajectory as compared to the previous couple of classes and my theory is this now you've been here a couple of years if you're brent venables if you are this staff you, you think about somebody like emmett jones has has great relationships we just talked about what he brings to the table but to me it's uh it's the relationships that this staff clearly, to me, have have sunk in. You've built those, and now you're reaping those rewards of the relationships sooner, Travis. But why? Why the success so quickly in 25, whereas it took a little bit of a while in the other two classes beforehand?
2: Well, I think part of it is just it's the same as a lot of the other things we talk about, Josh. Why are we going to be better as a team in year two, right? It's because we're in year two of strength and conditioning program, right? It's because we're in year two of the system. Uh, it, it's 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 the relationships that have been built, and it's the commitment of one Kevin Sperry and the Sperry family to building a class quickly. I mean, I was having conversations with with the Sperry family early on before they, you know, had moved and, and and gotten involved with Carl Albert and everything, and I've got a buddy that's got a bunch of rental houses in Norman, and he, he was like, hey, man, next year, you know, we plan on being up here every single day of camp again, and we'd like to host some people, you know, maybe, you know, help out with, you know, however we can. Like, he was basically just spitballing, like, Travis, my only goal is to help however I can build the best class in the country. And this was Kevin Sr. saying this. I'm like, wow, this is fascinating. And when you look at Kevin – He was there for, I mean, him and his brother, Rosie, was there every single day of camp. And that's what's fascinating is this kid's got the offer. This kid's committed. And he's still showing up, getting coaching from Levy, getting more reps in with potential wide receivers. And how valuable is it, Josh, to have a guy come out to camp and basically work against DBs that OU's recruiting and with wide receivers that OU's recruiting? It's the, it's the greatest pitch. You can say, hey, did you like that ball where it was? Cool. Why don't you come play with us? And and I think that's key. And I also think you look like you look at a guy like Kamari Moore. Because you can say the Oklahoma guys, you know, maybe they grew up OU fans. It was their dream offer. They pulled the trigger as quickly as they could. But a guy like Kamari Moore, you know, out of LSN, interior defensive lineman, uh, plays next to one williams airy. that's relationships because OU's been up at LSN a bunch. Parker Thune's been up at LSN a bunch, right? I mean, it's it's those relationships that have been built over time. And and one thing I want to touch on before we wrap the Nickens thing is I think because people are so focused on the 2024 class and specifically the Williams Winery recruitment, maybe the Grant Briggs recruitment, the David Stone recruitment, um, the Dominic McKinley recruitment, these type of things, I think the excitement around like a Jaden Nickens recruitment is kind of going under the radar. Josh, he would, if, if you, if you just put together the 24 and 25 classes, Jaden Nickens would be our highest ranked receiver between both classes. And the crazy part is Isaiah Mosey, who many, including myself expect to be a sooner is even ranked higher than that. So, When you look at what this class could be for Emmett Jones in 2025, after already putting together a very impressive 2024 class, I mean, the 2025 class is already getting scary.
1: Well, and not to mention a couple of names out of the portal for Jones. So, yeah, he has – if there were any concerns or any mild trepidation with the hiring there, I mean, I think that is – very very quickly evaporated. We've got a uh, plenty of responses out there on the knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line 405-651-3439 One before we hit a TL, UGA Georgia uh, is also landing dudes early. It's a trending deal. The more that uh, commit early, it forces others to commit. It. That's uh, from Mojo Eraser. Well, uh, yes, and uh, that is great news for Oklahoma Travis.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And and what's wild is. You know UGA, absolutely. They're 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 cooking right now, right? I mean, no, nobody can deny that that they're on the hottest, uh, you know, the heater of the sport, right? Back to back national champions, this, that, and the other. It's really easy to recruit when you're back to back national champions. But I I think what OU is doing is equally as impressive because they're doing it coming off a six and seven season with no proof of concept that we can actually win ball games here in Norman uh, with Brent Venables as, a, as a head coach now. I fully believe that we can. I'm just saying that we just don't have physical evidence of it yet, obviously. Um, But keep in mind, the visit policy, Josh. Georgia doesn't have the same visit policy. I mean, they they can commit early, save their roster spot at Georgia, and then go take visits wherever they want. These kids that are committing to OU, Josh, they're done with their visits. They are shutting down their recruiting before they even hit their senior year. Like, that's insane. So that's why I think this class is going to be something special because, sure, you can have a bunch of highly ranked guys, absolutely. And on the other side, you can have a bunch of guys that are truly bought in to your program, your school, maybe their state, their local community, things like that. That's really cool. To get both of those things married together, where you have highly ranked guys that don't even look good, the direction of another school that's when you really start to put together something special
1: well the text line is hip to it there's several asking about it it could be maybe flip season for oklahoma speaking of uh the 2025 class let's touch on that next it's josh and travis hanging out with you this is the plank show we're out at Cavens group where we're at every thursday love being out here at Cavens. testing and investigation services how can Cavens help you out. Well, if you're curious, just you just want the the place once over, mold investigation and testing. Cavens Group they'll take care of that for you structural fire and wildfire investigation and testing uh, meth inspection and testing if uh, you're not quite sure what was going on before you you moved in uh, they can they can look at that and then water intrusion investigation and groundwater investigation and testing Caven's group they cover all of it and uh, as i've been saying all morning long just put the number in your phone in case an emergency pops up you never know you don't want that but you never know when an, an emergency might rear its ugly head number to call in Norman and OKC 40 401- 405 3048 Tulsa and Stillwater, 918-282-7612. Flip season, what's going on? We'll share it with you next. It's the Plank Show. Back with you after this.
0: The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510
1: our number one welcome back everybody it's the plank show right here on the home of sooner fans josh elmer alongside travis davidson in the spirit of our thursday hangout right here at Caven's group Caven's group put them into the phone book 405-573-3048 for any emergency services or just testing and investigation services in norman and okc 405-573-3048 in the uh In the name of Cavens Group, in the spirit of Cavens Group, let's play a little cleanup on the text line here for just a moment. 402, if the rumor is true about Hollywood, Caden Durham's likely to change his mind. What say you, Travis?
2: I wouldn't put it at likely. I I would put it at could change his mind. Because the key there, right, Josh, is change his mind. Not you know decide it's the Sooners or anything like that the 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 key there is the mind is made up you have to change it away from LSU which is tough to do in the last few hours of a recruitment of course especially with so much uncertainty around the actual Smother situation right and and again I don't want I don't want to speculate too heavily on this because I feel like it's slightly irresponsible to um, without knowing all the information so with that, I think I think maybe if this happens a week ago, and we might figure out, you know, what exactly has happened, then the staff might have a little bit of time to do it. But I also can't doubt the staff too much. And LSU, who knows? But Caden Durham's also a troll, Josh. He's a troll. He puts out <laughs> on social media pictures of everybody, OU, of LSU, of A He's putting out pictures of everybody. So would would it surprise me? If, you know, Durham somehow picks OU today, absolutely. Like, absolutely. I I expect him to be an LSU Tiger. But again, as I said earlier, don't expect OU to delete his number. They're not going to take his name off the board and throw it in the trash. DeMarco Murray isn't going to ghost him. Like, this is a situation where if this Smothers thing gets some more clarity down the road, like they might reach back out to, or they they will reach back out to Caden, stay in constant communication. Who knows? Who knows? What what if what if LSU season doesn't go like we expect it to, and OU just takes off? Who knows? So, but I don't expect it to just to be well. If we figure this out, then Durham's Durham's OU bound. I'm just not willing to go there yet.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. The the season itself. How, how does any of that play into this? I mean, the decision today is not totally a finality right i mean there could be some some later shuffling hey to your point about Caden durham being a little bit of a troll he totally got me by the way too as i was scrolling through uh x or social media or twitter or whichever you would ri- like to refer to the platform as his home and then uh wearing the ou jersey i was like wait a second did he commit a day early what happened here And then sure enough it was just hey the uh commitment date's coming up so uh, he he Almost got me with that yesterday, but that just speaks to it.
2: farming. Engagement farming.
1: He's good at it. A bunch of people have uh, been quick to point out right off the top, hey, he's on the roster. Hey, he's still rostered. Hey, he's still rostered. See, Uh, that's the the,
2: the ref army, man. They know what's up, man. They know what they're doing. The the text line, I've always said, I've always said, Josh, that we have the, the most intelligent group, most informed group of Sooner fans on earth are on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line.
1: It is uh, motivating, right? Don't make a mistake because <laughs> the ref army knows. Uh, the ref army knows if you're right or wrong. From the 785, can you speak to the status or update the offensive line as fall camp continues? It's one of the biggest unknowns and very critical to this team's success. I would say, and you correct me if this is, uh, in your estimation, inaccurate, Travis, but I feel like Savion Bird is a name that uh, – is uh, picking up some steam up front.
2: Yeah, he really is. He's been practicing with the ones. Um, he, he's a guy that I had a I had a one of the we'll call him offensive line staffers, not Bill Beatenbo, but a guy that works with the offensive line often. He told me last year in the middle of the season, I guess early in the season, that Savion Bird was the highest. Eventual NFL draft pick on the offensive line. That was an offensive line that included Anton Harrison and Tyler Guyton and and e. Morris and all that. He said talent-wise, it's there. He said he just has to get his mentality right. You know, he can't. The way it was worded to me was he's got to channel his attitude to where he's a leader and a leader every single rep, um, as opposed to maybe taking a rep off or or maybe a distraction. He's a very emotional guy, as we've seen, right? He's down there, you know, pancaking dudes and letting them know, which which you like. You like a controlled rage, kind of. But, um, yeah, he's a dude that's uber talented. I know that staff wants ever so badly for him to be that that left guard spot because they know that his upside is insane. And, uh, yeah, I fully expect him to win the job. And, I, Josh, I think Savion Bird's one of those guys that – the fan base is really wanting to have that spot you know what i mean like no like, doubt i mean that that's that seems like for whatever reason the fan base has said savion bird is the offensive lineman that we're going to get behind we're going to throw our weight behind and uh and support the most so if he gets named the starter i imagine you know september 2nd when you hear his name uh over the uh over the speaker then the crowd is going to absolutely erupt
1: and I think it's just because he's a violent <laughs> offensive lineman. But just to uh, pay off the tease, to not bury the lead here, uh, we we teased it before the break. Hey Trav, this is from the text line, by the way, Knippel Myers Chevrolet text line four zero five six five one thirty four thirty nine J in Tulsa, all over it, out of the nine one eight. Hey Trav, what's up with a possible Nate Roberts flip to OU from Notre Dame? On threes, Josh McQuishon just changed his prediction to OU. So there's some smoke. Yeah? What's 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 up here?
2: Well, the, the first of the smoke came pretty much through, I believe, Sperry's social media was the first that we saw of it um, after Elijah Thomas uh, w- was working out with Sperry. And, and, and with Sperry here local, that's so big that he moved here because he's able to do these throwing sessions. He's a guy that's big on reps, right? That's why he goes to the camps. That's why he works out privately with them. Like, he wants reps, and that's why he's so active in 7-on-7, seven seven, because you can't replace it. I mean, unless you're unless you're Baker Mayfield showing up, you know, 36 hours before a Thursday night game, and you get zero reps and somehow lead him back. Like, most people need reps. So he's been working out with Elijah Thomas and Nate Roberts. Uh, Shout-out Angry Ronnie for uh, um, confirming that on the text line. Um, but, yeah, Roberts has been working out. And Sperry's a guy that if you're around him long enough, you want to play with him. I mean, he's going to be one of the top-ranked signal callers in the 2025 class once it's all said and done, I believe at least. I think he's got an opportunity to get up into that probably top 100, top 150 type, type feel with a strong season at Carl Albert, which obviously is going to have a lot of eyes on it because there's a lot of D1, P5 talent on that roster. But Kevin Sperry, I'm sure Nate Roberts is sitting there going, okay, I'm from just down the road in Washington – you know this guy's putting together. I mean, this class is already starting to get crazy. They've got a bunch of my guys that I play, you know, seven on seven with, and I've been around this area a lot from the Oklahoma City area. Again, you get a guy like Jaden Nickens in the boat. You start to do that peer recruiting, man. I, I think it's just a matter of time, really. I mean, it's uh, you know, it'll work eventually on on that flip. But I mean, shout out to Josh. Uh, that's that's a that's a strong a strong move to put in a flip from. Tight end, or from Notre Dame, for a tight end. I mean, that's a strong move. So uh, I'm, I know Josh wouldn't do that if, if he wasn't confident. But the first rumblings, I believe, came from when they started working out on Sunday mornings together, and those started to leak on social media.
1: Yeah, that's. I mean, that's gonna be tough to overcome and hold off if you're Notre Dame, just because it's right here, it's at home. You're working out with those guys, and and they're committed. They're going to OU. And all of a sudden, you start building those legitimate, meaningful relationships with those guys right here that are committed to Oklahoma. I-, I can see where the writing would be on the wall there. And again, that would just be one other feather in the cap for this 25 class that just feels like it is uh, trending in a very, very positive way we're due a timeout we're hanging out Caven's group today as uh, always on thursdays right here on the plank show new services available water testing for pollutants meth inspection testing and cleanup services fire testing for wildfires and structural fires number to call here in norman and okc just program it into your phone 405-573-3048 tulsa and stillwater Number to call 918-282-7612. It's the Plank Show. Back with you wrapping up our number one next after this.
0: Bleed Crimson? Love great Sooner talk? Join the Ref Army by downloading our free app. Toby and TJ, Plank and Josh, Steelman and Thune, and Teddy and Tyler. We have the Sooner experts. The Ref is home to Sooner fans worldwide.
1: Back with you. It's the Plank Show, closing up hour number one. Josh Elmer alongside Travis Davidson. Hanging out myself out here at Cavens Group today, where Thursday is – we're always out here at Cavens Group on Thursdays. And uh, I've been saying it to you, myself, Plank, whenever we're here, and uh, a lot of times even when we're not. Cavens Group, big partner of the Oklahoma community. In the last four and a half years alone, $480,000 that they've given back to the community. Roofing repairs, replacement, free inspections, Caven's has got you covered. Air duct cleaning, dryer vent cleaning, dumpster rental, 24/7 365, water, fire, mold and crime scene crime scene services are available that is Caven's Group. So Caden Durham, we are counting down to the commitment today, and if you're just joining us, we're expecting that one to swing LSU's direction. Just in closing on uh, this this first hour, we haven't even mentioned the big name, which of course is williams Winnery. We'll save uh, we'll save that for you for next hour and beyond. Uh, just sort of as a little tease here, though, Travis, the Williams-Whineri front. I mean, is this just like crazy town right now?
2: yeah I mean it's it's wild I've never I've never quite seen anything like it from a from an opponent stand base like there are Missouri fans paying for memberships to OU pay sites that are commenting on their screenshotting on there, putting out on Twitter multiple different fan sites I wouldn't be shocked if there are Missouri fans listening here right now I mean they have they're I don't know if they're insecure or they're just trolling but I've never seen them as as involved, and it's it's been kind of fun, but I'm ready for it to be over on Monday.
1: Yeah, I, I hear you. That's it for our number one. We've, we've kept the Mizzou fans waiting, but not for too much longer, but Gary Cavins will join us next. Tell us everything going on with Cavins group and then talk. Right here, it's the Plague Show on the home of Sooner fans.
0: Sound off any time of day on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. At 405-651-3439. Right here on the home of Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. You're listening to the home of Sooner fans. KREF, Norman, Oklahoma. And streaming live on the KREF app. The Ref Sports Radio Network.